everyone welcome back to 20 something scaries guys it's our fifth episode i can't believe we're on episode number five already thank you for tuning in this week we are going to be talking about loneliness so i think this was something i really wanted to talk about this week because as i said as i started last week's podcast i was in a great mood i was so excited for january i was so sure it's going to be my year and saying was I'm saying it's the past tense it's still going to be my year still going to be a good year I'm sure of it but I ended up having a little bit of a sort of wobbly week if I'm completely honest and I wasn't sure whether I wanted to share my own experience directly on the podcast but you know what you guys we're all friends here I trust you so I just basically had a bit of a wobble my mental health just wasn't the best that it's ever been and I think what it was, was going from a full house. If you listen to the COVID Christmas special, then you know that I had my boyfriend and his sister over for about a week, a little bit longer during Christmas time. And we were, you know, with each other 24-7. My flat is not massive. It's not a place that three people can sort of be without being all in the same place at once. And it was amazing. It was obviously very intense, but it was so, so lovely. And then going from that to completely being by myself again the majority of my time it hit me quite hard it was a little bit overwhelming and I really missed them and I think having to deal with that as well as the whole pressure of new year new me you know all that jazz it just hit me a little bit hard and I wanted to talk about it with you guys and I'm so so glad I did because all the responses that I've had on Instagram so far have made me feel so much less alone now before we get into the good stuff I wanted to start off with a weekly win and a weekly fail I've forgotten to do these the past few weeks do you guys enjoy them I'll try and make sure I keep them in I feel like my weekly fail this week was writing a lot of to-do lists and then ignoring them yeah I'm guilty I love writing a to-do list and then I get distracted and I do other tasks but I guess a good example of that a bit of a win today was I've had a really productive day today. I've really enjoyed myself. I feel like I've got lots of stuff done and only a smidgen of it was stuff that I wrote down on my to-do list and I've allowed myself to feel productive and feel successful and feel happy with what I've accomplished today even though it wasn't what I originally set out to do and I think that's a win in itself because there's no one's judging me. Nobody apart from myself is judging me if I don't get my to-do list done. So I need to be a little bit kinder to myself this year I think and understand that I can be a bit scatterbrained in a productive way and I can get a bit distracted when I'm doing tasks and that I want to do different ones sometimes and that's a-okay it's fine but sometimes I do need to look at what I've prioritized on my daily to-do list and say hey that's a priority for a reason get that done first (laughs) normally I ignore those tasks and do them last what about you guys do you have any weekly wins or fails this week pop me a message and I'll include them in next week's podcast Right, my lovelies. So the poll this week was, do you struggle with loneliness? And 94% of you said yes, sometimes. And only 6% of you said no, not really. If that tells you something, it's that we all feel a little bit down and a little bit lonely sometimes. And there's something kind of less lonely about knowing other people feel the same way as you. Does that make any sense? I mean, it doesn't make me feel good that all of you guys are there saying, yeah, I struggle with loneliness. I feel lonely. I feel sad. I feel alone. But in a way that kind of makes you feel less alone because you know that there are other people that relate to your feeling. And I guarantee you, 
there must be at least one person in your life that you can bring up this feeling with and based on this poll they've probably been through it too so my challenge this week is if you feel lonely reach out to someone text someone that you haven't messaged in a little while make that first move take that step towards opening your circle back up and having someone else to chat to for a bit and I'm sure you won't regret it and if they don't reply remember that that's not a personal rejection maybe they're having a really busy day or maybe they're having a phone detox and you don't know about it and they're just taking a break it's easy to feel rejected I think these days when you don't get an instant response from someone or you don't hear from someone for a while and that can make you feel even more isolated however since we live in this culture of accessibility we almost expect to hear from people as soon as we contact them or that if we don't hear back from people within a certain amount of time that we're being ignored and I really don't think that's the case. I think this is the year of giving people time and space and respecting people's boundaries and understanding that just because someone has a smartphone and they have Facebook Messenger and they have Instagram and they have WhatsApp and they have various social media platforms and they might be online on those while they're not responding to your message that that is not a personal rejection of you and it is not saying anything about your friendship or relationship maybe that person has just had a really long hard day at work and they don't feel like talking to anyone but they do feel like scrolling through their instagram feed for a little bit and that's okay we've all done it we've all done it i can be a terrible replier and i think to an extent that is something that you know i try not to do but at the same time I don't think anyone has the right to tell me that I'm not allowed to take an evening off of replying to text messages. You know, it's important to nurture your friendships and to, you know, make the first move and message people. And I think that is something that I really, really value in my friendships. I feel like I'm so lucky to have friends that do reach out to me because I can be awful at making plans. I mean, I don't know if they'd say that about me, but I feel like I am. You've got to make sure that you're sort of doing a little bit of give and take, but also protecting your peace. And if you just need some time not speaking to anyone, you just need some space, maybe just gently communicate if you feel like friends are going to get worried. Just be like, hey, I need some time to myself right now. I'm not ignoring you. I love you. I'll get back to your message when I'm feeling like I want to reply. Just, you know, say something like that. Communication is key. But if you're feeling lonely, the feeling of rejection from maybe not getting a response from a friend could be absolutely magnified. And if you're feeling that way, maybe just gently reach out to the friend and say, hey, I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable right now. I just want to know that you're okay and that you're not ignoring this response because of X, Y, Z. If you're one of those people that is going to read into those things and think, oh, no, they're not replying because they're annoyed at me, they hate me. First of all, you're not stupid for feeling that way. I've been there. We've all been there. I think if you have that sort of tendency check that yourself and then if you really feel like you need the reassurance get in touch with a friend one more time and just say hey I just want to know but you know if they're annoyed at you it's their job to communicate that and tell that to you they shouldn't ignore you they should have a conversation with you and you deserve people that are going to communicate their issues with you not just ignore you because the silent treatment isn't cool and it's not a way to be productive so anyway bit of a tangent but I feel like it all comes back to that feeling of loneliness and a lot of our relationships now, or at least mine as an adult, with friends are through a phone because not many of my wonderful friends live that near to me or have the same schedule and a lot of you guys seem to say similar things and I think that's one of the challenges about navigating adulthood friendships. At school, you're around your friends all the time, you see them every day. You're forced into the same place and maybe you find your people there, maybe you don't. I feel so lucky that I'm still best friends with my school friends and the reason we're all friends is because we got the same bus to school. And that's who I've stayed close with. None of them were even in my class. They were all in one class. I was in. I was the only one in another. And now they're still my best friends over a decade later. 
that is madness and I feel so so lucky not a decade since I left school by the way decade since we met and that's amazing but it's not necessarily the case for everyone that you find your friends when you're young and that you can hold on to them but I was so used to seeing them every day and then we all went off to separate unis and lived completely different lives we all have completely different career paths and most of my friends work a nine to five whereas I work evenings and weekends most of the time so it can be really difficult and we do have to schedule way in advance to get all of us in the same place at once and that can be really interesting but I'm still lucky that they live you know, a a short drive from me. We all kind of live in the same area we grew up in. Whereas a lot of my other friends live in London and I don't live in London anymore. So it can be a bit more challenging to see them. And the train to London is so quick from where I live, but it's not cheap. I mean, anyone who takes the train, I'm sure can relate to how expensive it is at the moment. It's like £36 for a return for me to and from London at the minute. And I can't always be getting the train up to see them. But at the same time, when are they going to be in my little small town? For things that happen in my career, it makes more sense for me to be up in London and see them when I'm already up in London. But also, I'd love to host some of them, and some of them have managed to come down. If you're listening to this and you're a friend that hasn't come to visit me in my flat yet, feel free to come down, but I know you're busy. Uh, But it's an open invite, even if I haven't invited you. Just send me a message. Tell me when you're free. Tell me when you want to pop out of London and get some fresh air. And I'll host you very happily. I'll make you dinner. Okay, guys, let's get into your submissions this week. So I asked, do you think your 20s are a lonely time? And there were some really interesting submissions. So let's get into them. This first one I'm going to do is a bit of a two-parter because it kind of works that way. So the first part says, tricky one. I think it definitely can be, especially if you're not living close to your friends or family and can't see them often enough. For sure, that kind of ties in with what I was saying earlier. When you're younger, geography isn't really an obstacle because the friends that you have are probably the children of your parents' friends or they're people you've met at school or people that do the clubs that you do. So they're automatically going to be in your area. But then all of those friends might move. I mean, I have friends that have moved country as we've explored in previous episodes and we're very lucky that we have technology now to be able to maintain those friendships. FaceTime is an absolute godsend. But it is a lot more difficult, I think, when people are busy and live far away. You're not going to see people really, really often unless you're both able to put that work in to keep the friendship alive. And I think people forget that relationships, including friendships, they can be work. Like, you've got to kind of put active effort into them, in my opinion. They shouldn't be so, so hard that they're draining you, but I think you do have to choose to water those seeds let them grow into little healthy plants. And the next part says, in terms of romantic loneliness, as a single person, I do sometimes get lonely, but it doesn't usually last long because seeing friends and family fulfills that need for closeness. I love that. Society puts this horrendous pressure to find your person, to find your one. First of all, not everyone believes in monogamy, so that's a stupid idea anyway. And two, you can get intimacy and closeness and love and enrichment from platonic relationships. I'm such a big believer in that. My friends make me feel incredible and I would be nowhere without them. If I just had my boyfriend and didn't have any of my friends, my life wouldn't be the same. And if I just had my friends and didn't have my boyfriend, my life wouldn't be the same. I feel like you've got to nourish all the things that make you happy and remembering friendships and family is so great. And I love that when you get lonely, that kind of pulls you out of it. Don't feel guilty for maybe craving a romantic or a sexual partner. 
that's a very normal thing to crave regardless of if it's taught since we were kids you know we watch these movies these disney movies and true love's kiss saves the day every time or if there's no romance plot it's not interesting i love a romance movie i love romance i'm a total romantic i love being in a relationship in the right relationship and you're allowed to want that because it's something that I think most people want, at least at some point in their life. So don't feel guilty for feeling lonely or craving that sometimes. That's a really normal thing to crave. And I really hope the right person for you comes along whenever you want them. Next, we have got, yes, I felt a huge amount of pressure in my 20s to find a partner. So that's kind of what I was discussing before. I think, again, that relates back to the fact that generationally, our parents got married in their 20s their parents got married in their early 20s you know it, there's a an expectation that came from watching what we saw when we grew up and that's not the case now and I think people are getting married if they get married at all later and later less and less people are choosing to have children and less and less people are getting married and if anything I really hope that makes you feel like you're allowed to make your own mold and that you could find the right person when oh Actually, there's an elaboration on this one. Let me just find it. I've just remembered this person sent me like an extended DM and it was really, really good. So I want to read it out. Okay, it says here, to elaborate on the response I submitted, I felt like being lonely, I conflated this with being alone in my 20s, was the worst thing you could be. And because so many of my mates were getting into relationships, I thought I had to, which meant I rushed into ones that I knew weren't right for me and ended up making me more lonely. Madness. So being alone in this person's 20s, they, they mean single. And I think that's huge, that the pressure to get into a relationship made you choose the wrong person just because you wanted to be with someone rather than being single. I definitely don't think you're alone in that. I'm sure plenty of people have made that mistake. But is it really a mistake? Because you learn from it and you learn what you don't want in a future partner. So following on from that one, we've got another long one. It's a long one, but it's a good one. So let's get into it. In response to your first story, yes, loneliness is a real thing in your 20s and it stings a lot more because you feel like this is supposed to be the time where you are utterly surrounded by friends and good company. Yep, for sure, I think we can all agree on that. Everyone is on their own journey and unfortunately sometimes it can feel like you're the only one on that sticky path. Add anxiety to that and it becomes a pit of isolation. Ooh, this is very descriptive. This is like taking me on a journey, I like it. I'm very lucky to be surrounded by very supportive friends but it feels like a solo daily battle to find the right path. And when you get lost, it's only yourself to hold accountable. That is so interesting. And I completely relate. I think it's really hard being completely responsible for what you want to do in life. And technically, you make all the decisions now, really. If you're just on your own, if you're living by yourself, if you're even if you're in a relationship, if you're living by yourself, if you don't have children, if you aren't responsible for caring for somebody else necessarily you can do whatever you want I could up and move to Alaska I don't know if you need a visa for that so maybe I couldn't just up and move to Alaska but you know what I mean I could just get up and go and do something completely different and I'm responsible for if it doesn't work out and I think that is what contributes to my indecisiveness sometimes because I'm so scared that if I change something I'll then regret it and this is the year of taking risks I think and being a little bit more I hate to say it, but YOLO. I'm going to be a bit less cautious this year, take some more leaps of faith, and hopefully I'll meet some other people when I take those leaps of faith. And I'll feel a little bit less alone. Not that I feel massively lonely right now because I've got all of you guys in my lovely DMs and I feel a lot better, but you know what I mean. Okay, part two of this one as well. It next says, on a more positive note, when you find your people, those people, with little 
it's got little asterisks around it for you know emphasis so I'm trying to do a dramatic reading trying to give it the full potential okay you'll never walk alone again insert cheesy song <laughs> we love a bit of carousel uh then they said hate myself so yeah I hate I hate you too for making me do that on the pod uh everything pre-26 felt lonely but when I let people in to support me it physically made me open up everything changed and I think it's genuinely a huge adult lesson learning to be vulnerable now this is kind of where I want to mention attachment theory and I learned about attachment theory and I thought it was more to do with romantic relationship styles and that is what people say it is about. However, a lot of people are now saying you can't be attached to a romantic partner in that way so I need to do a bit more research and I'd love to get a therapist on to talk about this or a psychologist. However, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about it now because that point about vulnerability really spoke to me. Now there's something called anxious attachment in a relationship style which kind of goes back to what I was talking about at the start of this podcast about when you're nervous and waiting for someone else's reply etc etc it's basically where your relationship with a certain person this can be platonic or romantic is only as safe in your brain as the last interaction you had with them so if you're anxiously attached and say you had a fight with your best friend you're then going to be questioning everything to do with that friendship and you're going to feel like that friendship is done it's not good because the last interaction you had with them was unpleasant and unstable so you feel that like that whole relationship is unstable and then there's avoidant attachment and that leads more into the idea of hyper independence and the idea that letting people in is the dangerous part anxious attachment wants people as close as possible because they want to be able to constantly measure and constantly look and constantly be able to sort of check in and see what your reaction is it means people read into facial expressions read into little comments that are said you're constantly reading into things whereas avoidant attachment will read into something and bolt so that's more people that kind of are like no no I never let anyone in and you can be both you can be anxious avoidant just to you know make things even more fun and I don't know about you guys but from things I've been seeing on social media from maybe our generation and the generation a bit younger than us I feel like people are romanticizing this avoidant attachment. They're going, oh, it's better to never show that you have feelings and never get hurt. And I understand that mindset. But I'm telling you that vulnerability is sexy, guys. Vulnerability is sexy. Emotional availability is sexy. Emotional intelligence is sexy. You deserve to have someone that wants to let you in. And you deserve to let people in. If you feel lonely because you feel like you push people away and you don't want to let people into your life or anything that I have said before resonates with you and you've never tried therapy or tried speaking to somebody, I know I've raved about therapy before in other podcasts, but please, please consider it. I know it's not necessarily the most affordable thing, but you can go to your GP and I believe you can get six sessions on the NHS. There probably will be a massive wait list, but if you're really struggling with things like this or you feel like your relationship with your own self-esteem is affecting your relationship with other people or just in general guys I think everyone should have therapy I think therapy is incredible and if you've never tried it just give it a try because it might change your life and just remember that hyper independence is not healthy it's healthy to be independent it's unhealthy to be codependent to a dangerous extent and it's unhealthy to be hyper independent and to feel like you can only depend on yourself because humans are we're not like pack animals but we are meant to be around other people and we are meant to have support from loved ones and it's okay to ask for help so please do my dms are always open by the way guys if you're ever feeling really rough just send me send me a little message on the 20 something scaries um instagram and i'll get back to it as soon as i see it and maybe if you're feeling really really lonely we could do something cute in the comments and we could 
follow each other on Instagram, some of my followers. Um, I'll put a post up after this podcast, keep an eye out for it. And maybe you guys can make friends with some other people in the podcast. Post a little bit about yourselves and you can see if there's anyone else that you feel like you'll really get along with. And maybe just adding to your circle will just help with that feeling of being a little bit less alone. Okay, we've got another one here that says, I think your 20s can be really lonely. A lot of the people that you are closest to choose different paths and it's hard to stay as close to them. For sure, as I said before, scheduling trying to schedule meetups with your friends especially if there's a group of you around your different work commitments different hobbies it can be a real minefield can't it just trying to see your friends like who would have thought who would have thought uh yes because different goals make you drift from people that's interesting i feel like there's this pressure to feel like you have to keep all of your friends forever and ever and ever and obviously as i've said i'm really lucky i've got loads of friends that i do want to keep forever and ever and ever but you're allowed to maybe have people that suit your different stages of life just the same way romantic relationships end sometimes friendships end sometimes and that doesn't mean that there's any bad blood there necessarily or maybe your friendships change I have friends that I used to see every day at college that now you know we speak once every few months if at all but I know that if I saw them it would be fine and it would be nice and it would be okay so I feel like that's something to keep your eye on is that not every friend is going to be the same throughout your entire friendship with them for sure Yes, it's very lonely and it's a super hard adjustment. I'm still finding it really hard. This breaks my heart. I'm always here. You are so loved. Please remember that. And it's okay to find it hard because it may be tricky right now, but it will get better. The sun will come out tomorrow. (laughs) Hopefully that made you laugh because I'm cringing at myself right now. But it is true. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow has the potential to be a better day. Reach out to a friend. Call your family member. Do something creative that makes you feel good in yourself. You are not alone. I'm going to send you a message, okay? When I'm done with this podcast, you're not alone. Uh, Yes, when all your friends work in different sectors, no one's schedule matches. Everyone relates to this, it seems. I think we are all going through it right now with the work schedules. Back to work in January. Someone else says, not lonely per se, but there's less hanging out with friends than I'd expected. I think that makes a lot of sense. When we grew up watching sitcoms like Friends, where they seem to always just be around each other's houses. That's not realistic were none of them working half the time (laughs) they were always together it was like every day they were together and I guess a lot of the different friends lived across the hall from each other and you know Joey was an actor so I can relate to his various stages of unemployment but yeah there is a lot less hanging out with friends than expected even if you're living near your friends it can be hard to see them you know more than twice a month Uh, someone else said they were my best times ever I love that it must be so nice that's from someone who's not in their 20s anymore obviously and it must be so nice to look back at those times and in retrospect to be like that was the highlight of my life I'm sure you still have highlights now but how amazing that makes me feel a lot better and makes me want to appreciate this time a little bit more I'm not going to take my 20s for granted you know touch wood I've got my health I've got wonderful people around me I have the potential to make this time the best time of my life too. And I'm hoping that I'll just continue to have more and more best times. But I do want to look back on these times with a fondness rather than like, oh, what was I doing? Was I completely wasting my time? But also, I'm not going to pressure myself. Whole theme of the pod, it's okay to not know what you're doing right now. You know, it's like how everyone says school was the happiest days of your life. School was absolutely not the happiest days of my life. I had my lovely friends, but I didn't actually enjoy school that much at all. I've had much better years since I left school. So I think it's just different for everyone, isn't it? my 
my lovelies, it looks like this is going to be a slightly shorter episode this week. Short and sweet, that's okay with me. I did want this one to just be really focused on that theme. If you guys have any more themes that you'd really like me to explore, please send me a DM anytime. Any ideas of what you'd like me to talk about would be fantastic because I want to make content that you guys really want to listen to. And the only way I'm going to know what that is is by you guys letting me know. So send me a message anytime. Please do follow the 20 Something Scaries Instagram if you don't already so you can stay up to date with new episodes and you can have your say in the polls and the questions and have a fantastic week guys i really hope you're going to have a good one what are you up to are you working what are you doing right now you're driving somewhere you're walking you're cleaning your house how weird that you could be doing absolutely anything right now just listening to my voice <laughs> boo <laughs> did that scare you <laughs> sorry guys i'm obviously on one tonight anyway i'm gonna wish you guys a really lovely wednesday and i will see you next week on wednesday also let me know if there's any guests you'd like me to have on if you know of anything that you'd like me to talk about with maybe an expert let me know because i do want to start writing to some experts and see if we can get them on the pod lots of love you guys goodbye thank you again for tuning in Bye. I know